Coming up on Salt City Code, we chat with Lauren Adam about her non-traditional journey into tech, the importance of keeping hobbies separate from side hustles, and her experience as a fellow podcaster. My name is Karen Thorne. And I'm Kelly Corey. And together, we are Salt City Code. We'd like to take a minute to say thank you to our sponsor, Hack Upstate, for supporting Salt City Code. Hack Upstate's mission is to unite and facilitate collaboration among the greater upstate New York technology community. Twice a year, Hack Upstate organizes weekend hackathons. Developers and innovators from across central New York come to Syracuse to form teams, build projects, and win amazing prizes. It's all in 24 hours, and it's free to attend. Want to learn more? Visit hackupstate.com and get ready to code. Uh, Welcome back to Salt City Code. Today we're here with Lauren Adam, fellow podcaster and software engineer. We're really excited to have her share her non-traditional tech story with us. Uh, Would you like to tell us a little more about yourself? Sure. Um, So as you said, my name is Lauren. I live right here in Syracuse. I grew up not too far away, but in a much smaller town. Um, I just, you know, live life in Syracuse with my fiance, my two cats, and my dog. Awesome. Um, I'm also from a really small town. Like, no one ever knows where it is, so I'm kind of curious. I'm from Sherburne. I've heard of Sherburne. Okay. I went I, oh, wow. I went to a marching band competition there. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. We don't have to talk about the pageant of bands, but that's... I'm from Pulaski, though. Oh, oh yeah. so you're, okay. you're my neck of the woods. Nice. Not that that's where I grew up, but I live... Um, so I live just south of there, probably... 15 miles, maybe? Um, Central Square? Just, uh, yeah, uh, sort of. I live just north of Central Square. Mm. I live up in uh, Hastings. Ah, yep. Yep. Okay, all right. Got some small town love going here. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, So how did you get into tech? Like, what's your first tech memory? Yeah, since this is such the big non-traditional. Neopets. I I think this is... (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Neopets. Yes. Uh, okay. Amazing. Wait, wait, I have to ask because I don't know what they are. So are they like a Tamagotchi? Neopets. Oh, God. <laughs> Neopets is, uh, it still is, by the way, an oh, online okay. site where you can basically just like raise virtual pets and battle them and like mm-hmm. just random stuff. But what I loved about it was that you could personalize your user page and your pet page. So this was even mm-hmm. pre-MySpace. Wow, when cool. people were doing that. Okay, so, like, that's like when I started I learned doing HTML and CSS on Neopets because they had a little mini tutorial with stuff you could do, and then I Cute. really started digging in. Things okay, got wild so that's on Neopets. definitely more advanced than a Tamagotchi, but mm-hmm. I'm really dating myself. Sorry. I liked Tamagotchis. Yeah, I had a Tamagotchi yeah. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I considered buying the Eevee ones that are out now. <gasps> nice. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see Tamagotchi still alive. It's great. I guess. I mean, it, it must be around for a long time because I can remember that was like, uh, you know, that was being the thing. In, oh my god! I gotta get that god You can't let it die. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's true. You know what? I did let die my Furby. How dare you? <laughs> you can ask me to get out of my own podcast. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> um, yeah, I had a. Um, what did I have? It wasn't a Furby. It was a okay. Gizmo. Oh. But it was the same, so you same could talk concept. to Furbies. Okay. So it was just like the gizmo from Gremlins. You know, I didn't see Gremlins till like two years ago. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I had never seen Gremlins till like two years ago. And um, my friends basically had the same reaction, which is like... It's like a staple. Incredulity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It I is. just watched I, it again I think recently. there's a few that are like that. Although uh, you shouldn't feel bad because who was it? Was it Ryan that's never seen Star Wars? I might be. I think so. One of them, one of the instructors mm-hmm. had never seen any of the Star Wars movies, like couldn't tell you anything about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's kind of, I was like, <laughs> How do you just avoid an entire cultural phenomenon? <laughs> I don't know. He, well, he's young. He just turned 21. I mean. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. So, you know, maybe, but. Mm. Listen, if I had to suffer through the Phantom Menace, so should all of you. The I'm Phantom going. Menace. That was in the prequels? Yeah, that's episode yeah, one. That's episode one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Are you going to give a rousing defense of Jar Jar? Because, I mean, I'm here for it. No, I'm not. Okay. I, I just watched those for the first time, like, oh, okay. not too long ago. Because I saw them when I was a kid. Anyway. Sure. But they were like, 
I was like, I don't get why these are so bad. I mean, Anakin's just, like, terrible. I mean, not as a person, but, like, it's like they told him to make his acting, like, way creep. <laughs> like, t- t- you're creepy, but, like, mm-hmm. we want you to be, like, the creepiest for no reason. Wow. And Could that, you go creepier? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that, that was not one of my favorites by far. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I've also never seen episodes two or three. Um, mm-hmm. I saw episode one, and I was like, okay, I'm good with this That's section. Fine. They're not as bad. Drew keeps trying to get me to watch them. Yeah. Th- it's like, no, you have to see Attack yeah, of the Clones. You, Drew's my boyfriend. Just I to, really liked the the third one. I think that was probably yeah. my favorite. I don't remember yeah, that. The names, second but. and third one are definitely not as bad as the first one. The first one okay. is just, I don't know. That one was that bad either. I liked them all. I mean, I totally understand where you're coming with the first one, because when you're watching it, you're like, oh, okay. And then after it sinks in, you're like, what were they thinking? I mean, I will say in the first one's defense, it does have Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn, who is (laughs) incredible. So, Mm -hmm. iconic. No fault there. So It's kind of neat to have movie chat. We usually chat about video games. I can chat about video games, too. Animal Crossing. You know, I've never played it. I don't want to. I've seen the Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch, and I'm trying to talk Drew into buying it. It's like, we don't have a Switch. so I'm I like, have a Switch, and I'm trying to talk myself out of buying it. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I don't, my daughter has one of those. She's been wanting one for I don't know how long. My mm-hmm. fiancé and I have clocked hundreds of hours on our Switches. She finally nice. got one, and uh, of course now the, both the boys want one. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. as much as like a... But, you know, PlayStation yeah. or oh, Xbox yeah. or something. I'm like, good lord! And then you got to buy all the games. But she sure. wanted all of the uh, Pokemon. Like she asked for these, like Pokemon ones. Mm-hmm. So when we went to go get it, the kid at the store, he was like, "No, you want this." He goes, "This is definitely nice." I, I forgot which one she wanted, um, but it, it was like a certain one. And he was like, "Actually, he goes, you want those? He goes, the new ones? Yeah, oh. um, they're pretty good." So he goes, there's a ton more, and so I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm, when she opened them, and I'm like, <gasps> holding my breath, like, oh my god, is she gonna scream because it's not the one that she wanted? And she was, like, she was fine with it. She's yeah. like, oh yeah, you know. I'm like, oh, awesome. New always beats out everything. That's <laughs> fair. Well, it was a specific like this one that she wanted was a specific like Pokemon name on it. So, let's go Pikachu. No, it was a different. Let's go Weevee. That's Weevee. the one. I also that was also a good one, mm-hmm. but yeah. he's right. Sword and Shield beats that out at any day. We would like to thank Syracuse Coworks as one of our sponsors, the only nonprofit co-working space. They offer day passes, monthly memberships that vary in price, and a recording booth for all your recording needs. It's where we record our podcast. Stop in and check out Syracuse Coworks, located at 555 South Clinton Street in Syracuse, and see all that they have to offer. But yeah, so Neopets. <laughs> so you got into tech. Yeah, yep. I started, and uh, you know, I'm not going to go on my spiel, but a lot of people will okay. say that's not coding, HTML, CSS. I disagree. Yeah, I mean, it is coding. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, and uh, so I started there. I worked my way up to MySpace. I would do custom mm-hmm. um MySpace uh, layouts for my friends. Oh, nice. And then, like, edit if they had one that they liked but wanted things changed. I would mm-hmm. go in and change them. And then and then I stepped away from it for a long time because guidance counselor. Oh, oh don't you love those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And stepped away from tech yep. for a while. Decided mm-hmm. to uh, pursue other things. Yep. So what got you back into tech then? Well, um, I was, so my career path, should I go into my like non-traditional journey? Should I like go into this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what okay. we wanted to That's know. what we, yeah. okay. Karen and I are, are we here? Thread, so go for okay. it. Okay. So okay. absolutely. I did. I ended up going to, so aside from um, like web design, it wasn't even design. It was like web I don't know. It was a high school class. I was I excelled at almost. I was a straight A student, but Spanish is what I loved. So I went to school for Spanish. I got my bachelor's degree from SUNY Oswego in Spanish. Oh my god, you're an Oswego grad too? Mm-hmm. No way! Yay! That's so rad. 
I, I love San Diego. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, but I didn't do. I intended to be a teacher, and then I didn't do the education background. So by the time I graduated, and I was looking at, you know, I was looking down the barrel of a grad program. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to like this because sure. you know, without doing mm-hmm. the teaching, you, I didn't. I'd never taught before. I'd never had mm-hmm. to deal with students. Mm-hmm. So I took a year off, and I became a nanny. In Oswego. Okay. And then uh-huh. I decided to give teaching a shot, but not the official way. I got a teaching job at a private boarding school in Connecticut. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So I taught there for a year, and it was terrible. <laughs> Teachers have all my respect in the world. Teachers sure. at boarding schools especially, because you just never leave. Um, so teaching wasn't for me, and that That's was fair. very clear after that year. So mm-hmm. I moved back home um, to be closer to family, and because that was just like, terrible. Sure. Uh, I made a lot of good friends, so all the other teachers were very nice. And then after that, I was doing—I became a receptionist. I did some online customer support. I did a whole bunch of stuff. I did whatever, nice. whatever came my way. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started working at a local company that does SEO, and I was like, huh, okay, this is fine. Sure. And I started to learn more of the technical stuff, like on-page stuff, so getting mm-hmm. a little bit back into that tech world. And then I, I started, one like the CTO of the company created a Python script that would help us do our okay. job. Oh, cool. Nice. And I was like, this is pretty cool. And I kind of yeah. know what this is doing. And I kind of like asked him to make some improvements to it. And he awesome. was too busy. And of course, because, mm. you know, it's, it's his company. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just do it then. So I started to change the Python script awesome. and like upgrade it to do more things. And it would, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then Start Fast Code came to town. Okay, we've heard okay. Starfast Code heard before. Yeah. yeah, so um, that's where I met, you know, my current boss. Uh, he was an instructor there. I'm sorry, he's not my only boss. And then I was also sure. in the cohort with two of the other founders of the of Upstate Interactive. Right. And then Doug was there around on the fringes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that. I did uh, after work from 5.30 to 8.30, Monday through Friday for six months. Wow. That's quite the commitment. It was intense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then nothing happened. And I just kind of kept doing my thing at the SEO world. And Mm. um, I started to do a little bit of freelance stuff. I started to dip my toes back into it to try and figure out my way in. Yeah. And then, and here we are. And now now I'm a software engineer. Awesome. Yeah. How was your experience with Start Fast Code? It was like Karen and I can talk about careers in code all day long because yeah. that's our tech boot camp experience, but I was curious about this one. It was good. Um, the support was good. I, for the most part, uh, about halfway through, I started going for the hour of instruction, and then there were two hours okay. of like, I'm lab. not going to say free time, but like it was ba- it was like lab, lab. basically. Yeah. So oh, okay. you would kind of keep going with your regular like coursework mm-hmm. in that time after the hour of instruction. So I started doing that, and I would just go home after the first hour and just continue at home because I'm a homebody. And so, yeah, it was really fun. It was productive. I feel like it gave me a really good base for my career. Awesome. I think having that the base is really what helps the most, mm-hmm. you know, because once you have the base, well, then you can pretty much kind of go anywhere you know, if yeah. you put your mind to it and, and that's what you want to do. Right. Sure. Right. I also liked having that structure of having like instructors and other people who were learning the same things along with me because, you know, it was nice to have people to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've done self-directed learning and I can do self-directed learning. Like that's totally fine. But it was nice to kind of get to a little bit people. of structure too. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah. it, it helps. Plus, you know, having people to bounce ideas off of. I mean, that's yeah. what so much of my day-to-day is now is like instead mm-hmm. of like beating my head against a wall trying to figure out this same problem just being like hey have you ever seen this before mm-hmm. no and then we end up pair programming and just talking about different options and that's what a lot of Starfast code was so awesome. it's a pretty good experience yeah I, I you know i mean i can self-taught you know i can do i can follow instruction and do mm-hmm. things online and stuff but where i run into is if i have a question because i want to know something more deeper than what they're explaining 
need somebody to explain it to me. So that was one of the other things that I really liked about, you know, careers in code, that if I had a question, Mm -hmm. there was somebody that could answer it. And if the instructor couldn't answer it, they knew somebody who could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was also kind of fun to see people... Okay, I don't want to say it was fun to see people struggle because that sounds like I'm a jerk and that's not what I mean. But, like, <laughs> nobody knows all the answers mm-hmm. in software development. And it was good to see, like, even established professionals have to go to Google sometimes or have to consult with each other. And, you know, sometimes they're like, wow, I've never seen this. Or, boy, I wasn't ready to answer that. And I thought getting to see people work through that process was also really helpful mm-hmm. Yeah, in learning how to design. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Do you guys do a lot of pair programming at UI? Because that's kind of what that sounds I like. I kind of like... Um, it's not so uh, formal as pair programming. It's basically, it's exactly what I said. It's like, hey, you know, I'll catch Peter on his way out the door. Hey, Peter, if you have a minute, can we t- talk about this weird problem I'm having? And then I'll throw like a 30-minute thing on the calendar, and then he'll either take a look at it and be like, yeah, blah, 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 and then fix it. Or like today, I had to, I wanted to refactor a file. Okay. And just make it more efficient. And so sure. I kind of wrote up pseudocode on how I thought that would work. And mm-hmm. then we kind of talked it through and then figured out there were some issues in there and kind of worked around. Sure. So it was really nice, productive, and um, affirming, reaffirming. Because, like, I okay. had known that one thing would be an issue, mm-hmm. or I thought, and I made a note of it, and then sure. it was. And I was like... Nice. Yeah, that's always nice. Nailed it. You, you know, <laughs> like you're pretty sure you know what the de- what the issue mm-hmm. is going to be, and then when it just somebody else confirms that for you, it just makes it even better. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, so I believe the tech stack at UI is um, mostly JavaScript based. Is that kind of where you spend your days? Yes. Recently, um, when I in between projects, I was helping out on some of the blockchain work. No way. Yeah, no. it was awesome. So I got okay. to get my toes into um, Solidity and some tr- nice. testing. But the testing, which is like two-thirds of the work, and um, I don't know if it's just a blockchain thing, but it's definitely a Solidity thing. Ksenia, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, <laughs> and so, and that's in JavaScript. And it's just okay. like your regular JavaScript testing. But mm-hmm. that was super fun. Um, but it, for the most part, everything else is JavaScript. Nice. I'm trying to like think if I'm lying. I don't think I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, so in addition to JavaScript, you mentioned working in Python. Are there any other languages you know or would like to learn? Like what, you know, what else would you like to learn in software development? I don't know. I, I know that okay. all language kind of have their, all languages have their, you know, pros and cons. And I did, I, I dabbled in Ruby a tiny, tiny bit and some nice. Ruby on Rails. Mm-hmm. And eh, it's fine. I think it's kind of, sure. I'm not going to pass judgment on it. Never mind. Because um, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know who feels strongly about it. Well, I, I think I know. everybody has. I know their, a lot of people. Their opinion who's, and who's yeah. Sometimes in the in the uh, the Syracuse I/O Slack, you'll be like, "This is this," you know. And some guys are really like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Others, somebody else will chime in, and they're like, "No way." Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no strong feelings about it either way. Okay. Um, I honestly, uh, I would love to learn more frameworks. We're kind of okay. we're going through this not transitional period, but we're kind of exploring our other options because we use um, mm-hmm. Sales.js as a lot of base for okay. some of our projects. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the other engineers, Vivian, and I have been kind of doing our, like, training. So we do some training mm-hmm. hours every week uh, just sure. to kind of, you know, round yourself out a little bit. Yeah. Learn some yeah. new stuff. So she and I have been, like, uh, investigating Loopback and um, huh. Nest.js to kind of just explore those as options. Um, okay. And so that's been pretty fun. Uh, I'd also love to um, uh, view is mm. another one that I'm just like, I'm like eyeing lot. that from a distance. I'm like yeah. keeping my eye on it. Hey. I'm like, I'm watching you. I see. Nice. But <laughs> I, think that, I think that view gets used a lot because mm-hmm. not only have I seen it in like job postings here just in the Syracuse area, mm-hmm. but even yeah. job postings across the country, you know, you'll you get so far and it's like ah oh, view view and I'm like okay I guess maybe I should really do a kind of maybe look into look that us. a little bit <laughs> kind of see what's going on yeah. with it mm-hmm. so awesome yeah so when you go to learn things like what resources do you use to 
to say. Yeah, what are your favorite resources? Sorry. Udemy is my nice. favorite resource. And I know That's there's a good one. there on the flip side of it, there's a lot of issues with people having their work plagiarized on there and stuff like that. Sure. Um, however, you cannot beat a 120-hour course for $9.99 when it's on sale. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I also am a huge fan of Wes Boss. Um, yes, his courses too. are great. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, the, cool. just like general, if I'm like trying to dig into something, I'll usually check mm-hmm. the documentation. Usually they have like a tiny little tutorial in there. Yeah. Back did. And so, nice. you know, if they've done the tutorial, it works. But the problem is mm-hmm. when you hit those where they're slightly outdated, and so if they don't have you install that particular version, then stuff breaks. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to fix it because you don't know what you're doing. Yep. It's a whole big thing. So Definitely. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of documentation and tutorials. That's how I learned React. Actually, React has you build a tic-tac-toe game. <laughs> that's how you do it, and that's how I walk myself through learning React. That's so fun. Building a little tic-tac-toe game. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Also, we love Wes Boss on the podcast. Yeah. We mentioned him before. Karen and I both bought... Um, one of the JavaScript beginner, courses. Beginner JavaScript, right? Yeah, because they had a really good sale. Yeah, it was it was an amazing mm-hmm. sale. And I just wanted to kind of like refresh everything mm-hmm. and solidify mm-hmm. everything that we've, we've already been taught. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know he has a couple others. He, I yeah. know he I think has, I have Advanced React or something with React, too. The, well, I, I know that in the Node. channel, mm-hmm. there's a one. bunch of them. There's, uh, there's like Node, there's um, Beginner React, there's mm-hmm. Advanced React. I don't know if he has an Advanced JavaScript or not. I am seen it but i know he does do like beginner and advanced react mm-hmm. but yeah he i like i like his stuff um mm-hmm. i like front end masters mm-hmm. yep. for the most part sometimes it depends on the person because um, mm-hmm. i started watching one video um and it was just, you know, HTML, CSS type mm-hmm. stuff, you know, I thought, okay, well, you know, let me just take a little refresher and, um, I, I don't know if I got maybe a third of the way through, I, maybe not even, I don't even know. It was ridiculous and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I can finish this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because he wasn't teaching, you know, mm-hmm. what I needed to know or, mm-hmm. you know, confirming what I already knew. It was just like, he had, the only way to explain it is kind of like dad jokes, that he was putting out there. And I mean, then, not for everyone. And, and, I like them. And then um, when he would, but when he would laugh, it was oh, no. really, it was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm uncomfortable. Right? See? That's how oh I, my and, I'm, and I'm just watching Where a video. Where can I find this? It's on Front End Masters. Okay. Treehouse was really oh. great when I, like, first, like, post- Post college, a nannying mm-hmm. and teacher pre start fast code. Nice. I've heard of Treehouse, but I don't think I've ever like looked yeah, into it. Me either. That's fun. That's nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then I have one guy that uh, I watch that I like that's on uh, YouTube. Mm. Um, and he, actually, he just moved. I think mm. he's still going to be on YouTube, but he also mm. did the um, Patreon. He's starting oh, a Patreon thing. Nice. Um, his it's a uh, Traversy Media. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy out of Boston, and I like him because... Does he have a Boston accent? Well, yeah. Ugh. But... <laughs> Sorry. I like him because, uh, for lack of a better phrase, he dumbs it down. He puts it in just, like, regular terms. That is so nice and so important, and so few people do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has tons of videos. <clears throat> I mean... I couldn't even tell you how many videos he has on YouTube. And it's oh, nice. like, there, it's like, you know, he'll do... Are they like micro lessons? He'll do crash mm-hmm. courses. He'll, mm-hmm. He has like a, a JavaScript crash course. He has mm-hmm. a React crash course. I think he even has an, like an Angular crash course, a couple others. And then, you know, he'll do, he'll, he'll just do like little things. He, I, he might have even done like a React hooks recently. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so, you know, like I like watching his stuff because he, do, he just brings mm-hmm. it down to a nice level and you're like oh okay great and and he always explains why he's doing something Mm. he doesn't Mm. just do it and then be like Mm. yeah you need to do this he explains why you need to do it that sounds so if you can get over his accent i I recommend uh at least checking him out okay i'll do that i've also really started getting into coding videos on twitch so that's like my new thing to check out yeah there's like a whole coding community on twitch oh okay what (laughs) really yeah yeah, there's a whole bunch. Um, I follow Noop Cat. 
uh, Suze Hinton, I believe her name is. She used to work for Microsoft, and now she has her own channel. She does a lot of coding. She puts on, like, lo-fi chill hip-hop beats to study and relax to in the background. Like, it's just a Hmm. very chill stream. Nice. To watch her work through stuff. Yeah, I follow uh, Jason Langstorff. He used to work for Gatsby and now works for Netlify. He has a series called Hmm. Learn with Jason. And um, he meets with different people and walks through something every week. And, you know, I like seeing people learn things. So His like name is Jason? Yeah. Do you think people call him Jason? Uh, it, I'm laughing at that. Got him. <laughs> here's here's hey. why I'm laughing, because the guy that I was just talking about on YouTube it drives me crazy, because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Jason, Jason. And I'm like, but he says Jason. He doesn't say Jason. He says Jason. Oh, no. When he's talking about him, he's like, yeah, Jason. And I'm like, oh, yikes. No way. It's Jason. It's going to be a hard no for me, boss. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only thing that that drives me crazy when he's talking about that. He'll say Jason. And I'm I'm like, Jason who? Would you like to go from zero to full stack web developer in 24 weeks? Karen and I did. We're graduates of the first cohort of Careers in Code, a coding boot camp also sponsored by Hack Upstate. Learn HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and more from awesome instructors and incredibly patient TAs. If you're ready to change your career, sign up for the second cohort waitlist at careersincode.org. You can also sign up for the Hack Upstate Careers in Code monthly newsletter to receive updates, upcoming events, and job opportunities. That's careersincode.org. Here's what I want to know. Hmm. So you, where, when do you find time to watch that stuff? Because sometimes I have trouble, like, you know, like I know that I want to get into something and watch it on a video. Mm-hmm. But I just can't, like, figure out when to fit it all in that it's not going to. So you said you from, have kids, right? Yeah. That'd be why. I'm just kidding. I'm, like, half yeah. kidding. No, no, you're right. Nice. Sometimes I just can't find the time to, like, get on there. Mm-hmm. And, because there is, are they so I guess maybe I should check into Twitch before I'm asking this question and sure. not knowing, but is it like recorded stuff or is it all live stuff? Because I know they do a lot of live things. Mm-hmm. And like, do they talk? Like when you're watching them solve a problem, are mm-hmm. they like talking to themselves? Or are they like pretending they're talking to an audience? Um, I'm confused by Twitch. See? That's fair. Thank you. I, I'm glad I'm not uh, the one that So it is live streams uh, when you click on Twitch, but usually uh, the person live streaming will... Um, it also records it, so you can go back and rewatch it later. Or sometimes they'll also put it on YouTube. Okay, the streams. So there is okay. an option to that's go back nice. and like okay. see them. You don't have to catch it immediately live. Okay. Um, the people I've seen on it will usually talk to the chat. There's always a chat box, so sometimes I'll interact with chat or um, the kind of I guess you'd say pretending there's an audience there. Okay. You know, sometimes. I don't know if I could be good enough to do that. You know, or like trying to go through something and teach it and look at the mm-hmm. chat at the same time yeah. to make sure that you're oh, trying yeah, to no. answer questions that uh-uh. people yeah. are asking you while you're doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I might have a little difficult, at least right now anyway, time sure. doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. It takes practice. Like anything does. I mean, I have not actually started my Twitch channel yet, so. I don't know what I would even stream. No one wants to watch me play Overwatch on the Switch. Uh, lots of people want to watch people play Overwatch on the Switch. That's a huge <laughs> market on Twitch. Not me, though. <laughs> like, they don't want to watch me. Sorry. My kids are always watching some gamer. There's a couple of them that they watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the one guy? Jack Septicai, maybe? I don't know. That's sure. that's the. I think that's how you say his name, but that's mm-hmm. the one that they watch all the time. My daughter, he was doing some type of charity thing, um, and he, some live feed or whatever, And but he would, you could, like, buy a pen. And it would go to mm-hmm. some type of charity that he, you oh, know, all the money. Nice. He was raising money for a different charity every month, and he did it for 12 awesome. months last year. So she oh, got That's really kids. nice. Yeah. yeah but they're always watching him and uh, maybe a couple others, but mm-hmm. they drive me crazy when they watch them. Do all gamers like yell when no. they're doing things like that? Because no. the ones they watch, they're like, you know, they'll be doing something, and then all of a sudden you, they'll like scream, and I'm like, yeah, what see, are that's, you watching? That's like, too much for me. I don't want noise, any part of that. It's Right. And yeah. it yeah. annoys me. Like, yeah. I tell, I'm, if we're in the same room, I'm like, get out. <laughs> like, nice. get out. If you're going to watch that, get out. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm oh, like, it's stressful. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, just yeah, I, too much. I don't know. I mean, I just, maybe it's 
just me, but, you know, nope. like, if I'm going to watch somebody mm-hmm. play a game or do any of that, I, like, don't scream. Why do you need to scream? What is the point behind that? I don't know. I don't get it. Nope. I don't understand why people find that entertaining. It's just not for me. I feel the same so, way okay, about sports. See, I'm, I mean, I same. <laughs> hard same. So we did want to ask you about the podcast also. Yay. Uh, we heard you're a fellow podcaster. Could you tell us kind of how you got into that? Yes. So I am a creator. Um, for the most part, my creations up until the podcast have been knitting. I knit. Okay. And so... I mean, I want to start knitting. I like, I've never you. done it. Yeah. Wait. Sweet. How, like, you do, like, crazy stuff? Girl. I knit my wedding veil. What? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Made of cashmere lace and Swarovski crystals. Okay, well, you might, uh, uh, you know, oh. I, might, I might have a job for you to be... Okay, so um, I might I don't be, brag about much, do you, but do you, my knitting skills. Do you do commission on things? Like, I will. Sorry. I don't often. So uh, up until then, I knit. And um, okay. as I'm, you're going to find out, I'm a selfish knitter. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, especially in the tech industry, are all about um, side hustles. Mm-hmm. I'm not about that life. Everyone's wow. always like, "Why don't you sell your knits? Why yeah. don't you do this? Why don't you?" And I'm like, "Man, I had a, I had two jobs for like five years. I don't want mm-hmm. another job, and I don't want something that I enjoy to become another job." Oh, I was just gonna say to you, is, is so like is knitting like your hobby? And oh yeah, I love. Downtime. I I um the other thing I finished recently is my sweater, not this one. And so that's kind of like my creative outlet. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll knit things occasionally. My mom's got a few things. My grandma, I knit my fiancé a pair of socks. I also like to hand-dye the yarn sometimes. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. So, like, um, I was going to wear one, too, and I forgot. But, you know, it's just fun to play with the colors. And I'm not Mm -hmm. usually very artistic. So having someone else like I just follow the directions and then if sure. and if I follow them right I get the thing so it's like you know like <laughs> yeah no that works oh, and see and I totally understand that because of course she's probably being biased anyway because it's my mom but mm. you know I like to cook mm-hmm. okay I don't, I don't want to cook for like a lot of people but I like to cook you know if it's a small mm-hmm. dinner party you know or whatever my family and like a few other people okay I like to cook and I was like you why didn't you become a chef and I'm like not the same. Because yeah. I like to cook. And if I have to cook for a lot of people, I'm not going to like it. And then mm-hmm. I won't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So, no. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I respect that, though. I mean, grind culture is a real thing. And it's a real way to absolutely exhaust yourself. Yeah. And um, I'm part, well, I don't want to say I'm part of the movement, but, like, I've heard of this movement to, like, bring back hobbies. And I fully 100% support that. Bring back hobbies. Do something fun. I started um, knitting in college so that I had something interesting to say about myself when you went to those things. Yeah, the icebreaker things. The icebreaker things where you're supposed to say an interesting fact about yourself. I had none. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start knitting. And I did. Um, But, yeah, I I don't want to do it to make money. I've done some commissions. Um, Mm -hmm. I even, I did, like, dabble with the idea of, but, like, the amount I would have to charge for stuff like, to actually yeah. make it worth my time. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, the podcast. The podcast came into creation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how did you choose the subject? I'm really curious to I'm see. I'm a hella big feminist. Am I allowed to swear? Um, we'll accept hella. I'm a, a feminist as heck. Nice. Um, and, show you, you know, little bag I have. I'm a history buff by... Awesome. Uh, Personal choices, I guess. I don't know. I read. Okay. I, I like. History. I read a lot of books. Um, most Same. of them. They start. I start by introducing myself to an era with like historical fiction, and then I'm like, okay. "Oh, I wonder what life was really like." And then I'll read nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, can I give you a small example of yes. this? Okay, so I just finished reading Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel, uh-huh. uh, which is all about like the Tudor area and uh, Thomas Cromwell and Anne Boleyn. And so I read this book, and it's a trilogy. So I I have the second book sitting at the house now, which is on my to read list. And I also took out a book about Anne Boleyn because now I'm just going to like fall down this rabbit hole of like. Did you happen to see who my first podcast episode was about? I didn't. I listened to the Elizabeth Bathory one, but I uh, didn't. Jane Seymour, yeah, Henry VIII's third to... wife. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, I well, didn't go um, in order. They're too interesting. That's so fair. why do you need to go in order? That's fair. So I, so I love, and I love women. You know, I'm a 
big feminist, so mm-hmm. I love sharing women in history. And, you know, awesome. I, I know a lot about random things. Sure. Random, not very useful things. But if you Sometimes have a podcast. It's more fun, though. Mm-hmm. They become, all those things become useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, uh, what bolstered me into it? So a while back, I joined an online Dungeons and Dragons group that <gasps> spurned, spurred from our co our similar love of another Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Join the party. Listen to it. It's great. Nice. Somebody um, needs to teach me how to play that. It's fun. Because here's the thing. I've wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons probably since I was eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm 46. My I fiance still, is creating a game for us too, I to just play. I still have not played, and I want to I'm get, to get Drew to do that. My Drew youngest son D&D. into it. So I bought him like a starter thing for Christmas. I don't know what I'm doing because I've never played. I need mm-hmm. somebody to teach it's, me. It's it's yeah. There's a steep learning curve, um, sure. but so we found we all got together and we found and we just I couldn't make the time work and at the time and and then I, I had mm-hmm. another. D group that started that was in our friend group. Awesome. So I was like, all right, well, I'll stick with that one and I'll join you guys maybe on the next one. Mm-hmm. So I followed some of the people on Twitter. And then um, one of the girls named Molly actually started her own podcast that's called Pod and Prejudice, where that's she cute. reads, she and her friend read um, Pride and Prejudice. They're reading Jane Austen novels. Wow. Okay. Molly's never read them. The other one nice. is like, she's read all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go through uh, a few chapters at a time. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to plug that one, too. That okay. one's really fun if you like Jane Austen, even if you don't. Super fun. Um, um, so that kind of like, Austen, so. Oh, well, then you'd have to, like, read along with it because it's so good. Nice. Um, and then, so I just, like, so she did it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, heck, I can do this. Awesome. So... And my fiancé, he's super supportive uh, of all of my whims, all of my, That's like, great. random weird fancies of things that I might like to try. Totally mm-hmm. supportive. So we found uh, a Blue Yeti microphone. It was on sale from GameStop because it was an Assassin's Creed version that came nice. with an expired game code that didn't work, <laughs> but it was still cheaper than the full-price Yeti. So I was like, yep. Awesome. And then we got started. And then my friend Katie joined because I realized how difficult it is to just talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. So hard. So Absolutely. hard. So, um, but yeah, and I just like, I had, when I was trying to come up with topics, I didn't want to get too specific, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to like, you know, be too broad and just be another history podcast. Sure. So I did some research and I was like, well, there's some women podcasts and a ton of history podcasts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but there aren't really any that focus on women in history that I could find at the time. I've, I've found a bunch now that I am in the space. But, you sure. know, we're all, we're all friends. Not really. They don't know I exist. But it's okay. Um, and, yeah. And so now it's just like, you know, my friend and I, we try and record every week. So we've got a good buffer if something comes up. So mm-hmm. she's going to Iceland in a couple weeks. So, like, you know. But... It's just fun. It's really, like, the layout is basically I research, mm-hmm. and then we Skype and talk about it. And nice. I'm basically just doing what I normally do, but on a scheduled time, and we record it. <laughs> awesome. That sounds like it fun. Cool. It is cool. It's a good way to work in your interests. Yeah. It is fun. Awesome. How long has the podcast been running? I think we just released episode seven, so 14 nice. weeks. Because it's bi-weekly. Because, okay. again, I don't want to push myself and, like, right. make it be work. So sure. two weeks is plenty of time. Plus, we've got a buffer of, like, four episodes. Oh, so, that's good. It's yeah. good to be ahead. Yeah. That's what we try to do with ours, too. Yep. We try to kind of mm-hmm. maintain ahead. Oh, um, it's so nice to know you've got that, like, cushion. Otherwise, then you feel mm-hmm. the pressure. And then and knowing myself, I quit when that happens. So, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just, yep. We've definitely talked about that. And we've talked about, you know, like... It's nice having the guests mm-hmm. and be able, and then mm-hmm. we can kind of throw our own in there, mm-hmm. kind of in the mix. But we're mm-hmm. not pressured to like have one of our own because yeah. we had guests, which makes oh, it nice. That's nice. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, we've also been really surprised at the response from the Syracuse Tech community. Yeah. You know, when Karen and I first started talking about running this as a podcast, we were like, "Boy, is anybody going to want to come on here and like talk to yeah. us about this?" You know, we weren't sure, but. Um, it's been great to see the response and people are listening to it. You know, we're thrilled to have people come on. So yep. it's been working out really well. 
Yeah. So I'm glad. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks. I, I like seeing that Syracuse's tech industry and, and the interest in the tech industry yeah. like, um, is so strong. It's mm-hmm. nice. And unexpected. It is. Um, Right? It's funny because people are like, what do you mean? Like, what do you talk about? And I go, well, we talk about a lot of different things. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, we talk about different areas of tech, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Melissa was on and talking about, you know, VR. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, like, some people might say, well, that's not really tech. Well, yeah, it is. You know, like, it just is a matter of how you use it and where you use it and, Mm -hmm. and everything that happens. and. You know, there's just, we've learned a lot. You know, I've learned a lot. And I think mm-hmm. it's fun talking to mm-hmm. people and see the different areas that they're in. So, yeah. Nice. Plus, we've talked about Dungeons & Dragons, and so now it's time for a podcast within a podcast. Here's Kelly's Syracuse meetup pitch. Do a one-shot. One-shot. Um, I really want to play Dungeons & Dragons. I've never played a full campaign. I've played, like, one to two <laughs> games ever in my life. And I mean, like, and that was it. Like, it's just very short. So I would love to do a full Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Um, there it. is a meetup. Okay. Yes. Yep. It's um, Syracuse Geeks Society or yeah. something to that effect. And nice. They play other do, board games, too. They do, okay. but there's a, a lot of times it'll tell you um, they have a specific, like, I, every other week or something, I think mm-hmm. twice a month maybe, they do actual, like, hey, this is our Dungeons & Dragons and this is where we're meeting mm-hmm. type thing. Nice. Um, I have not gone yet because, again, I don't know what I'm doing. I, like, Same. I literally just bought him the starter game, and I was, like, trying to read it, and I'm like... There's a lot. Okay, yeah. so you got to have a master? I'm like, so, like, mm. I'm like... And I'm trying to figure out, because I want him to get involved in, like, other things. So I'm like, sure. okay, so this definitely isn't anything that we can do, just oh. him and I. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Really? You yeah. would have to be the dungeon master, though. That's why I was just saying my fiancé... Mm-hmm is creating a campaign just for me, basically, where he'll be the dungeon master. And then there's just me. And then he's created a, like an NPC that he'll play. Mm -hmm. That's like with me. Okay. See, I need to learn more because this is something that him, him and I could do like on a weekend or something. Mm -hmm. If I don't want him to be, because otherwise he'll be on the PlayStation. And I'm, you know, like I want to try and break that and get him into other. Yeah. They have all sorts of like, they're called one shots actually. And so you could, they prepare like the story for you mm-hmm. and so you really wouldn't have to write anything or like do anything but yep. you would just be there to enforce the rules okay i definitely have to find out more about this mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. but yeah that's totally possible it's fun it's a, and listening to the the dungeons and dragons podcast so i listen to yeah. join the party and i listen to dames and dragons nice um super fun and it's just that has helped me learn the rules or, like, what even is possible, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, it does. Because, like, when you're you're sitting at a table and you're like, okay, what do you want to do? And you're like, uh, <laughs> Right, like, mm, I don't know. Something. I don't even, like, you don't even know what the options are. Mm-hmm. So, it's super interesting. Plus, those podcasts are really funny. Awesome. I'll have to check them out then. Yeah. They do, really- like, a, actually, Join the Party does, like, a beginner one where they kind of explain stuff Ooh, okay. at the very mm-hmm. start of the podcast. Right. Nice. Um, I'll look for it then. Yeah, that was really good. I super want to play Call of Cthulhu also. I don't know if either of you have heard of that, but I'm... What is that? Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like... That's okay. Uh, Call of Cthulhu is another role-playing game, so uh, kind of like Dungeons & Dragons, mm-hmm. except it's based around the lore of H.P. Lovecraft. So it's um, a lot of existential dread and like monsters that... that. Nice. Um monsters that like kind of just drive you insane if you see them is how I'm going to describe it if you've never read Lovecraft um, and basically in Call of, no one really wins in Call of Cthulhu like you either die or go That's mad it. those are the options Okay, but it sounds like fun mm-hmm. so yep we've got a ton of board games that we play but nice. it's, yeah it's nice I also so to bring it back around to tech the oh. Dungeons and Dragons uh game we've been playing with our friends they all mm-hmm. live up in watertown mm-hmm. so we okay. play on roll 20 which is a oh. website that you can play dungeons and dragons on and oh, you've got a little cool. token and you can roll your okay. stuff and like keep track of your inventory hmm. it's all online you can do like voice and video through right through there wow and i thought holy cow whoever made that nice job yeah yeah definitely I'm going to have to check that out. I didn't realize there was, like, a website. And you, you can play. actually join games, too, I think, oh, as, like, randomly. Like, that's fun. Yeah, so. They're very cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. All right, tabletop game chat. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh-huh. Ooh. 
Yeah, I'm still like so new to that world, but like my boyfriend is a longtime player, mm-hmm. tabletop game. So yep, same, like, same. I'm relatively new myself. Nice. He's still not going to get me into Magic: The Gathering though. He's tried. Okay. I love Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's so fun. Okay. I mean, I've we, played like one game in my entire life. That was that was like yeah, my when we first started dating, mm-hmm. uh Adam and I got really into Magic the Gathering. Nice. And we made some decks. And then of course I'm a sore loser, so we stopped playing when I lost all the time. Because <laughs> I wasn't he's super good at putting together decks and like mm-hmm. knowing the intricacies and I'm just like, man, I like yeah. this card. And uh, and that's just because I don't I don't know. It's not in me to learn those in- intricacies. Like, sure. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, when, well, my daughter used to get like all the Pokemon cards, but I don't ever remember them like sitting down and actually doing anything with them. She I don't just actually remember doing anything them. with them either. Um, <laughs> but I had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's all that mattered. And <laughs> the Pokemon cards you made along the way. <laughs> now it's. Um, I mean, I can remember growing up. We used to play Scrabble. Um, oh, I love Scrabble. And so the neighbor will come over, like, every, I would say probably twice a month now. We've mm-hmm. gotten into the habit of, like, my mom will come out and spend the weekend, and the neighbor will come over, and we'll get together Friday night. And we started out just playing cards, like, uh-huh. uh, just playing Rummy. Um, nice. And then Nicholas wanted, my older son, he wanted Cards Against Humanity. And I'm like, oh, we can't get that. I'm like, your your brother is ten. I'm like, he can't play that. He can't play that. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I played with my mom, my aunt, and my so, grandmother. No. Well, Oof. I played with my mom, so don't. I did, don't. But I did. Just don't. Now let me tell you something. I, I learned. Did you have to explain stuff to no, her? No, I don't have to explain things to her. I learned things about my mother that I probably did not want to learn. So I'm like, what the. So I finally broke down and I let him get it and I just found other things for Henry to do while we're either he goes to bed and, you know, we play or, you know, he goes and does something else so that Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to hear it all. Um, But of course, he's 10, so he's like, I want to play. He feels left out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we tried to find other games that could get him involved. What is the name of it? Apples to Apples? No, it's Penguins to. I used to play that in college. I liked that one. It's mm-hmm. penguins to something, something to penguins. There's penguins to something. Some game we were in Barnes and Nobles, I think, and I found it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's want to talk about like really have to think on the fly. Mm-hmm. This game, so you have cards, and they, it's just pictures, right? Mm-hmm. You start out if you play it the regular way. <laughs> if you play it the normal way, you get twenty five. Each person gets twenty five cards. Wow. Um, and you take and you, you put them in front of you, but you have, like, five cards. So you have you put them in a stack. And then mm-hmm. you take five cards and you lay them out. Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. use either side because there's mm-hmm. a picture on mm-hmm. either side. So then you take the deck or whatever and you flip a card over. And you have to associate one of your cards with that. So if mm-hmm. you had um, a picture of a lion and a kitten you could both say that they were felines. Mm, A lion and a cat are feline. Um, And then, so then, you know, you put the, if it's the lion that's down there, you put the kitten on there. Mm -hmm. So then if somebody else, like, say, had a a card and it had milk on it, they could say, a kitten drinks milk. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm. how you have to do it. And the first person to get through their 25 cards, you know, is the winner. Mm -hmm. But you really have to, like, Think about how they're associated because you need to. You want to get your card out there yeah. before the next before the person does, but you're also you have two sides of a card to play with. So you're like, mm-hmm. well, what's on the other side? And you're uh, flipping back and forth trying yikes. to figure out and get your cards. Awesome. So it, it's a little. It can be a little intense. Sure. Um, so we shortened it down and we're like, okay, let's just do like five cards in your hand and mm-hmm. and don't and go that way. Smart. You know? And of course Smart. they're trying to be like, uh, you know this, and I'm like, no, it's not. It has to be like. You have to associate them. So it it takes a minute to figure out mm-hmm. how to associate everything and get them to think, like, no, it has to be this and this they have in common or this is this or, you know. Yeah. It's definitely uh, interesting. Um, and then because he still was on the whole Cards of, of Against Humanity thing, I know, right? Wow. He, um, I found this other game that could sort of fall not under that, but huh. mm-hmm. under like a... It's it's not the same category, but it could fall under it. Um, it's called Think About It. Okay. So, 
this one is weird too. So, you know, it'll give you a phrase or something and then you can write down whatever you want. It can be something that is, that goes, that, you know, correlates with it or something Mm -hmm. that's completely off the wall. And then whoever the person is that is reading the card, you write, so everybody writes their answer on a little piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You fold it in half twice and then you give it to the person who's doing it, Mm -hmm. who reads the card. So they go through and they read everybody's answer and you have to try and guess who wrote uh, what the saying was. Nice. So that was a little bit closer along hmm. the lines okay. of Cards Against Humanity, but it's not the same subject not as Cards nearly Against. Not Yes, yeah. right, <laughs> completely. Um, and then we got back into playing Scrabble. My mom has this really cool Scrabble game where uh, the board rotates. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you rotate the board. So we started, you know, we got into that a little bit. Um, nice. So... I, twice a month, probably, we do that's really something cool. like that. Aww. That's so nice. Drew and I go out to trivia. Mm-hmm. It's a part of our game night. Nice. Just go do stuff. Well, you mentioned, like, knowing a lot of random things. Oh, and, like, yeah. trivia that comes, comes in handy. handy. Trivia comes for in handy, that. yeah. We haven't played any Trivial Pursuit because, well, that would just be disastrous, I think. <laughs> um, just because... I'm, I mean, I haven't tri- played Trivial Pursuit and I don't know how long, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to have the right categories for everybody in order for everybody to mm-hmm. be able to play fairly. Sure. But um, we have Harry Potter Clue. Oh, That's I thought cute. you were going to say Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. I was like, I yeah. need it. I want it. I want it, <laughs> I so, want bad. it so bad. Every time <laughs> I want to go get it, like, because I get coupons for Barnes and Nobles and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's really the only place that I've seen it. Um, I want it. My kids are like, no. So I think I just need to buy it and find other people to play with. I've seen that the board game store in the mall, the new one that's on, like, the main drag, not play the game. Oh, okay, that's the one I know. Let's play the it's game. Like, I, didn't know there was I don't remember the name of it. I don't know like, because I don't go to the mall that often. I also don't go to the mall that often. On purpose. Yeah, I usually, sometimes like, just gotta go. usually I just go if I, like, well, that's the only place where one thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only place that has J.C. Penney's anymore, mm-hmm. and my mom sure. used to work for them, so mm-hmm. she still has like. Once you, are, you know, when you retire from there, you still get your employee discount. I so see. a lot of times she'll go want me to take her there. So we do. Mm-hmm. We go. Um, so uh, you know, unless I know that I'm going for something specific that I know that I can only get at the mall, uh, I don't go. Yeah, that's how um, I am too. So the Harry Potter clue, we were playing that. We had to make my mom a map. Oh. Yeah, because my mom doesn't know Harry Potter. You know, she's... Sure. It was so, But it was funny. So we made out this whole big map. Then she won the game. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So I'm going to ask if there's anything else you'd like us to mention or talk about. Um, I would just say if you're interested in learning about women in history, the mm-hmm. forgotten, infamous, interesting... That's almost like my tagline. Um, <laughs> check out What a Woman Pod on anywhere you listen to podcasts on all of them. It's a it's a good time, and um, yeah, we release episodes every two weeks, so we don't inundate you. But nice. you know, they're also short, good for a commute. Yeah, I listened to the Elizabeth Bathory one earlier today, and it inspired me to take out two books from the library about her. So yes. would definitely recommend listening to What a Woman. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. I love nerding out about stuff. If you would like to follow me on my personal learning curve journey, my website is kethorne.com, Instagram, Karen Thorne, Twitter, kthorne, and email, contact at kethorne.com. Also, be on the lookout for JS Web Development, LLC, as I'm starting my own business. Twitter and Instagram are jswebdev. I'm working on a website that should be up soon, and that's jswebdevelopment.com. And you can always email me at jswebdevelopment at gmail.com. You can follow along with my journey on Twitter and Instagram at kelly2earth, or you can visit my personal website at kel.dev. Together, we are Salt City Code. You can follow along with the podcast at Salt City Code on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to us at saltcitycode at gmail.com. And remember, always always keep keep it salty. salty.